Ring them bells. It's a talking show. Prepare to talk. Hello, hello. More for me. Nice. There we go. More presents for me. Okay. Oh, good. Grace is drunk. It's just a little whiskey and eggnog, Jimmy. All right. Woo woo. Merry Christmas. Merry Solstice. Crying in bad movies. <laughs> oh, hey, you want to watch this terrible movie and cry for a couple hours? Merry Christmas. When I was little, I used to read romance novels. You know, I like discovered the cardboard boxes upstairs when I was like 11 of my older sister's romance novels. Like two huge cardboard boxes of these bodice rippers. And I was like, what? What is... What is this? What is sex? What is Did you ever find out? What sex is? Yeah. I did I did find out eventually, yeah. Can you tell me? <laughs> sometimes I'm lost, you know, <laughs> and I No, sometimes I am and I think it's a sandwich, you know, because Have you ever had a good pastrami sandwich with like provolone on it? And just a little thin <laughs> thing of mayonnaise, but on both sides, right? Ew, is this like an American pie thing? Havarti cheese and aioli. Oh, your sandwiches are just crafted. This is when you know I'm going to be the extra, extra housewife. When I bake my own bread and make a sandwich out of that bread. You did buy me something, right? <clears throat> I'll take socks anytime. New pajamas, you want a new scarf, maybe new socks, new hat. You might have that stuff, but like it's so great to get like a new like scarf or a shawl on Christmas. Well, you know, candles, candy. Oh, I got traditions and with stuff. With the end of the longest night, the dark is defeated with the return of the sun. The goddess gives birth to the sun god. Basically, the days start getting longer. All that is hidden will begin to emerge. This is the sun's birthday. And it really is time to celebrate. Maybe Christmas should still be pagan. Oh, it's the 16th today. It's Wednesday. I bet there'd be a lot more fucking. Yeah. Things have been going along very well. When all of a sudden, it happened. It's a heathen's morning in Los Angeles. I don't trust the Los Angeles Police Department to do the job that's needed. Welcome to Los Angeles, ma'am. Live from the City of Roses. Maybe this is a good time for a little break. This is LAAF. And you listening at home on your radio boxes. With Grace Faye. Grace. Instant gratification takes too long. Grace! If you like high adventure, come with me. And. Major player, Boyle. Jimmy McCammon. He's an enigma. A mystery wrapped in a riddle. He's an idiot. One and a half million in Los Angeles. If you like the stealth of intrigue, come with me. Your parents didn't want this for you. This? This is irrelevant, Your Honor. Is L-A-A-F. It's going to be a massive production. They're making fun. Come on, it's embarrassing. LAAF, the podcast, coming at you early in the morning. All right, yeah. 6 a.m., bacon and eggs. How you doing out there? Coffee and shit. Oh, yeah, I'm drunk. A drink H- happy hump day. <laughs> Grace is drunk. Normal morning. That's not true. Welcome to it, everybody. Uh, it's great to have you. Uh, we have more jokey, stupid things to do today for you. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. 
And uh, I hope you're down for the whole half hour. But if you duck out in like 11 seconds, remember to go to the Patreon and do the dollar a month. Just subscribe and keep us going. We're going to get some new gear. Uh, we're really excited about it. And that's all thanks to our Patreon subscribers. So thank you very much for supporting the show. And reviewing us on iTunes. Oh, yeah, um, do that. Yeah, because we have two two reviews, and then we have some other five-star reviews. So five-star reviews are awesome. And then join us, because we're going to be posting uh, photos and stuff on our Instagram, at LAAF Podcast, and our Twitter, at LAAF Podcast, and our uh, Facebook group, at LAAF Podcast, Hangout, whatevs. We got coming up uh, in the show, uh, like all the basic bits, plus some news, but um, a national day that Grace Fay herself will, I think, I think should be very interested in. Maybe she hadn't peered forward into oh, time, shit. into tomorrow, but it should be one of her most uh, celebrated days of the uh, year, I would buns, say. buns, opera, yeah. um... Fairies. I guess we'll find acorns. out later in the show. It's an old school Vintage. AM radio teaser. Like if there was a commercial after this, I would talk I about Lucy. that after the commercial. But all I put is stupid clips instead of the commercials. You know how the show goes. Yeah. It's way more fun to have fake commercials than to have real commercials. Real yeah. commercials you have to fast forward. Through. I don't know if I could ever talk to anyone for a half an hour without music being on, at least in the background. So that's kind of what's up with the background music. Oh, and, I love um, it. Yeah. I mean, there's background music everywhere. That's why you know if you're a musician out there, uh, you can find work because everyone needs music. And everyone who thinks we're not essential workers, we are. Because there's music in every mall. There's music in every store. Ooh. There's music everywhere. And we need it. Yeah, we got to get them back to. Uh, we got to get them back to work. I mean, everyone I know who's an artist out there is is uh, hurting right now and trying to find ways to do their shit on Facebook or do their, you know, release something else. Or people have gone into a whole new media during yeah, this time. Yeah, it's awesome and it's fucking possible. And it's I because mean, of the a, magic of technology. We were not pro podcasters before the pandemic, okay? <laughs> but no. I mean, as you can see, our game is pretty tight right now. <laughs> no, this is a good way to set up New segment alert I, I want to do a segment That's like a 15 seconds uh, Hey, you can do it But here's what you should be doing um, For every artist Like, it has to apply to every artist Like, here's my first example A motivating kind of thing Well, this would be segment one, right? It okay. would be book it, right? Book something, yes. and that could apply to any artist. Yes. It could apply Put to an author. Put a yes. deadline on it. It could apply to a singer. It could apply to mm -hmm. a, anybody. Anybody who does any kind of art can you can Musician, book something today. That's mm -hmm. what you can do because you can produce something with no money. We know that because we've all done it. We've done it. <laughs> <laughs> I must say this is irregular. You don't sound very cheerful for a girl who's giving a tea party. Why should anyone be cheerful? She had such. Grace. Grace, Grace, Grace. Come on, I'm from Connecticut. Well, you know, Grace is a tough one. Ladies and gentlemen, the LAAF podcast proudly presents... Grace? Everyone's perfect just the way they are. Uh, it's National Housewife Day today. It's going to shatter the record. Restaurants and food. Maybe they're doing takeout. Pico de Gallo with a lot of tomato. What do you like on your nachos? I had a really good sandwich the other day. There's donut day. There's nacho day. Well, you don't want too much Grace? Culture and the environment. Love the Guggenheim. I'm all about saving the trees. I thought you were done with being a creep.
Street. Dining and eating. This is why sandwiches are what they are. Or what about a croissant? I like a more upscale nachos. She's here to guide you. Just go along and sell out, honey. Wear a cute mask. This is Grace. She's a natural beauty. Is trying? No! Uh... To help. You either have Grace or you don't. All right. Well, I know I've been talking a lot about Pasadena, but I wanted to start to cover Los Angeles because after all, this is a podcast set in Los Angeles about (laughs) Los Angeles. And we're going to talk about some of the famous landmarks of Los Angeles and really break down for you what they really are like. First of all, the Hollywood sign. Jimmy, have you hiked up to the Hollywood sign? I've Ubered. What? You can't go up all the way. You have to hike up. Well, uh, oh, no, no. Have I? I guess, no, I haven't hiked up. There's this area in the Hollywood Hills where you can drive up, and there's not really a good place to park, but you can park in this one area, and then you can hike up, and it's really, is it part of Griffith Park? My first year being here, you know, I Ubered a lot of people around, and so I dropped people off at the head of that trail. Okay, yeah, it's you know, a trailhead. And then driving away, you could see the sign really good, but um, at the, I think at the trailhead where you drop them off, you can't see the sign. Um, no. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I see. It's kind of pathetic, like how people talk about it's the awesome. Empire. It's awesome. Uh, it's not pathetic. No, no, no. I mean, in comparison to like if you've never seen it before, but only in movies like or TV shows, like it's kind of sad to see it in real life it's like much smaller than you imagine it and it's, it's awesome. just sort of made of you haven't hiked up behind it have you you haven't gone up to the actual sign no 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 so don't say it's pathetic because what happens is you walk up this trail you walk <laughs> up there's other people there yeah and you hike up okay. and there's a lot of cameras and stuff and there's a actual gate around the actual sign because oh back in the day a whole bunch of people would like there's a famous blonde hollywood actress um who jumped off the sign to her death you know so you yeah, you don't. They don't want people on the actual sign. Also, they can like change the sign to be like, what have they changed it to? Like, Holly weird, or they, didn't someone block out? You Holly can weed. Holly weed. Yeah, they yeah. covered up part of the O's and they yeah, made I a think weed. That guy, yeah, I think that guy went to jail for a minute, but you know, not long. I don't, yeah, I don't they know. didn't destroy the sign. They just covered it up with black, so from far away it looked like that. So, so there is a gate around that and a lot of cameras. But yeah, you go up and you're behind the actual letters, and they're enormous. It's pretty cool. It you looks know, small from the road. It's because it used to I'll be a real estate. Yeah, yeah, let's go do it during but the holidays. But that's the thing. That's the trick is you got to get an Uber ride. Maybe you can park in town, no, I you parked. know? Did you park? Yeah, I parked up there. There was like, you know, I waited till someone left and the there was story like street parking. Would, the story everyone Ubering would tell me is that is that there's no parking and you got to you gotta take an Uber well, up. Well, fucking so. walk. There's a lot, you know, you can park way down and walk all the way up and it's free. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. I'll do, I'll do it. <laughs> it's not part of Griffith Park, but that is another beautiful area. It contains the Los Angeles Zoo. And for someone from the East Coast, I have to say, Griffith Park is like epic it's beautiful oh, it's yeah. huge you can just take these tiny little trails and get totally lost you're really in the woods it's nothing like central park which is very cultivated and kind of walked over but in the in the size of it it is because it's so huge you know oh yeah it's like, it's beautiful central and it, park golden gate park is also like this it's just like it's bigger than you'd ever imagine any park being, you know, like... Well, I was just talking to my friend from Connecticut who moved to Berlin, and she goes, she's looking at where Pasadena is on the map, and she goes, what's the big green? There's a huge green area right there. I was yeah. like, Huntington Gardens? She's like, no, it's huge. I was like, 
oh yeah, the Los Angeles forest is, I mean, we're surrounded in Los Angeles by by sirens and scary That's the second podcast in a row here in quiet, sunny, peaceful Pasadena that we've had sirens interrupt our podcast. Oh, no. Well, I hope everyone's okay. And uh, certainly we are at the podcast. So what's the top single single thing that you would do um, as an artist that you can do today with no money that every artist should do? Anybody in any genre? My second one, my number two, for instance, something I've never regretted, it's buy gear or make time. That's my number two. Devote some time or some money, whichever you have on hand, to, to your thing, and you can do that anytime, any day, right? In the end, the greatest snowball isn't a snowball at all. It's fear. Merry Christmas. And now... Listen, everybody, I, I want to make an announcement about something. The LAAF Podcast presents... <laughs> today, Junior! Is today, is today even a thing? Uh, today, not much. Today, not much, but tomorrow, very important. Before we get to tomorrow... I won't jump. It does say that do today, today is National Chocolate Covered Anything Day. Yeah. Dip, drizzle your favorite foods in every kind of chocolate imaginable. Okay, don't get any anything. bizarre ideas. Well, let's talk about what we could cover in chocolate. Strawberries. Yeah, only... Peanuts, cashews, walnuts, almonds, gummy candies coated in chocolate. Corn dog. Pound cake, corn dog. Oh my God! So that's the hot dog, then fried, then, then the batter, then no, the chocolate. No. Oh man! Hey oh, everybody! Vomit. I just invented something. Oh, I just invented something. Make it today. You know you've got the time. I I'm not a culinary artist. I, I don't have the tools for these types of things. Now that I've Ew. done the idea, you must do the prototype. LAAFers out there, get those pots going. Melt down that chocolate. Make those corn dogs. Use the Foster Farms ones if if you have to. Okay, here's some here's some other ideas. So I've got really excited about this chocolate corn dog idea. Okay. Bananas, cookies, potato chips, or in wedges, Ritz crackers, biscotti, peanut brittle, marshmallows, fudge, dip the fudge in chocolate, I guess? Sure. And coated it coat ice cream. Well, in it. this is the very this is the problem with the uh, the fudge uh, the fudge center M&Ms that I was describing. Did I ever talk about that you with did, you? did, yeah. Yeah, they're like pure candy heroin because they're all the goodness of an M&M, which is already addictive. It's, that, it's kind but of a sweeter milk chocolate shell, crispy shell. It's just a, a teensy thin sugar. candy shell with chocolate inside, but inside of that is usually a peanut, and then the fudge ones is just no peanut at all but fudge. Well, real M&Ms do have chocolate inside. You're talking about peanut M&M's, but so you're saying this is de- a richer, darker, fudgier chocolate than yeah. It's I just see. it's just crazy. I can't. You know, I ate one bag of them one time, and I was like, no, this is heroin. I'll just do this every day. That's this is I one of those things yeah. that I'll end up doing every day. Like when I was on my pint of ice cream a night diet, that was no good. Oh, everyone's had phases like that. Woo! I like those Reese's Pieces, you know? Those are addictive. Eh, anything peanut butter, I can pretty much say no to. Oh, but that peanut butter is, like, sweetened. It's special. It's special. Anyway, it is also on <laughs> December 16th, this Wednesday. It is Barbie and Barney Backlash Day. What is this? This allows parents to take a vacation from all the repetitive sing-alongs and storytelling. Okay. So it's basically encouraging other. This is a 1989 problem. Besides Barbie, 
or Barney. Uh huh. Make a list of all the Barney characters who aren't purple dinosaur. For example, Barney Rubble, Barney Fife, and Barney Miller. I don't know who that is. Wow, Barney, you know who Barney Fife is? This is not a day. He was the deputy on the Andy Miller show. Oh no, the Andy Griffith show. Sorry. Oh, I've never seen that. Um. Is that like a talk show or is it is it a sitcom type? So tomorrow we're not coming at you. Probably coming back Friday. Okay, yeah. Friday. Monday, Wednesday, Friday. We're, Monday, we're trying, guys. We're, yeah, we've done a few weeks in a row like that. It's pretty sweet. We might miss uh, next Monday. But um, but tomorrow, For- celebrate online with Grace. Go to the Grand Birds page and post stuff. She's going to be celebrating. Tomorrow's a big day what? for her and her people. National Jazz Day. Maple Syrup Day. Oh, yes. December 17th. This vicious, viscous yet delicious condiment that is just as versatile as it is tasty. People enjoy it drizzled over everything from pancakes to eggs to sa- eggs. Your nutcase, yes. although oh, you know I what? I always mix in sausage and eggs with real maple syrup. I fucking mm. love the maple syrup on the sausage. And real maple syrup. It comes from trees. Well, if you don't put it on the internet, how's going to people know what you did? Besides, this is your birthday. And now it's time for Famous Birthdays on LAAF. Artistic ideas. No, no, there's people. Um, Kristen Ritter. She was in the Bitch in Apartment 23. Um, she was she was the girlfriend who died in Breaking Bad. Kristen Ritter. It's her birthday. Happy birthday. Um, uh, it's uh, it's Beethoven's birthday. Oh, well, there you go. There's a legit person. Yeah. Went uh, went deaf, right? But was a pianist. You know. Yeah. <laughs> he's uh he's been canceled unfortunately. He did some things. Uh lived from 1770 to 1827. Do the math, they do the math, do the Beethoven? math. He was 57 years old. I assume he was he is canceled. No, he's from that white. far back we don't know about their bad pasts unless they owned slaves like George Washington. I'm sure he owned slaves. Monday. I'm sure he owned slaves what? No, he and lived in Europe. wives and everything. Yeah, Beethoven. Come on. Monster. Don't I'm listen gonna... to his music. Canceled. Stop it. <laughs> Ooh, Beethoven's secret lover did just come right up. Jane Austen, the novelist. Are you familiar with her works? Uh, of course, All Jane right. Austen. All right, well, there you go. December 16th. Pride and Prejudice, Sense and Sensibility, Darcy, Mr. Darcy. I'm glad she got around to not having the ampersand in her titles eventually. Come on, everybody. Come on. <laughs> I appreciate your support. What about tomorrow, though? Ooh, wait. I want to talk about Julia Guiduchari, who was Beethoven's secret lover in the late 1790s. She was the wealthy daughter of noble parents. She began taking piano lessons with him in 1801, and he almost immediately fell in love with her. Uh-oh. How, old, how young was she? Maybe this is creepy. Tomorrow's Sarah Paulson's birthday, 45-year-old TV oh. actress, my girl. Oh, yeah. She's, later on This in, is her prime of her career right now. Later on in life, I'll tell you my great Sarah Paulson story. Okay, we bickered a little bit over a TV show. It was delightful. What? Oh, yeah, you chatted with Sarah Paulson on what show? Uh, uh, Ratchet. Ratchet. And, uh, yeah. Wait, what were you doing in Ratchet? Uh, I was just one of the guys... I was one of Were the. Were you one of the crazy ones? I in the was in. Asylum? No, of course not. No, I was like a surgeon there to watch one of the good Doctor John John. You know. Yeah. Uh, one of the doctor's uh, surgeries. 
And those uh, were so creepy where they drilled the drill like so into their fake. skull. It, it was so what, very what was fake it like the way in real life? It. How did they do it? They just fake like body parts and just like faking the drill way off of the head and like But they got a real body double, a person, an actor in there at some point to Yeah, the actor spoke. One of the actors having both of the actors having the operation had speaking roles. Mm-hmm. So so they had they had their role their time in the chair and then they did it. I think just with nobody there, they did John John doing the motion, you know? Yeah. And and I was really watching the way they cut that together. Um, wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, so that was going to be a tease. I was going to tell you everything I knew about Sarah Paulson later, but um, I just spilled it all. Happy birthday, Sarah. Yeah, yeah, Good love job. her. And uh, Pope Francis tomorrow, too. Pope Francis, uh, pretty progressive pope, but... Uh, Is he the one who legalized gay marriage? He, yeah, he's uh, he's for it, you know? That's, that's a big step for the Catholic Church. Yeah, you know, as Catholics, go I suppose I like him but how about abolish the church and all governments well they can't because there's so much money sunk in the Vatican I've been there and it's insane yeah give that money to the poor sell off all that gold give it to the poor abolish the church abolish all governments how about that Woohoo! It's a party. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> I don't know. You know, well, that was kind of you know uh, John Lennon's dream. You know when he said him. Something about what he was imagining. Aww. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. War is over. Destroy the... And then someone killed him. Wow. Uh, Tragic. Grace is drunk. What? (laughs) I thought it was morning time. She'd never agree with my my rabble rousing if she wasn't totally bombed. (laughs) I'm just relaxed. I say something... You say something, that's how conversation works. He's a narcissistic, egomaniacal, psychopathic man. The town malcontent. You're a very sarcastic man, aren't you? Jimmy is drinking vodka on the toilet. He's an angry little gnome. Jimmy thinks it's funny when you cry. Always collecting a bad reputation. He's a dummy. Jimmy doesn't love comedy. But a mysterious person. Nobody seems to know anything about him. He's a very charming man. Everybody hates Jimmy. He's an idiot. Jimmy's a bad person! I don't think I'll be dating Jimmy. Look, isn't he clever? He's either getting trim, looking for trim, or having experimental surgery to stabilize his central nervous system. Oh, look, it's the guy from that thing. He got fat. Here's Jimmy. Does anyone know that mass hysteria is happening when it's happening? Is there just like a minority of people kind of water, walking around like I feel like I'm walking around like kind of shifting eyes from left to right just watching for the crazies to come around like is this what it felt like during Oh, we haven't had a zombie apocalypse yet, but I feel like maybe this is what it's like during the zombie apocalypse. I mean, it's weird sometimes to kind of think like I'm on set and I'm like, wow, did we ever think a year ago that we would all be wearing these masks all the time and doing this job? I can see scenarios where we'd be all wearing masks, but where we'd be like uh, startling when you come around the corner. Like we're afraid of one another, you know, like yeah, we're not careful about more contacting each other. We're legit afraid of each other and afraid of air. And, um, you know, I just had my first relative pass away from coronavirus. Um, Oh, no, Jimmy. I'm so sorry. It's okay. I mean, uh, RIP Uncle Bill. He was, you know, he was old and by uh, family accounts, he lived a great life. Uh, Great, great, great uncle. 
<laughs> your great uncle? Yeah, uh, you know, uh, dad's uncle's kid. So dad's cousin, you know. He was older? In that set, you know, all the, yeah, he's, he's fairly old, you know, not as old as everyone wanted him to get, though. That was the point. And, and had a pre-existing condition that was pretty bad, you know. That's worth noting. Um, so, yeah, uh, you know, 300,000 people have died in the United States. I mean, I think it's crazy. Think some people have lost people. I'm starting to see on Facebook, like people what being like, my partner's dad died. Guys, like yeah. I, what, what I'm not comfortable with is that the like the, the government and the news together sort of were behind like a gigantic push in testing, which means that a whole lot of people who are. Positive but not symptomatic, you know, positive but otherwise healthy, positive but thought they had a cold, who are getting tested and showing up positive in like numbers, you know, in like numbers that everybody reads and stuff. Well, even if they're asymptomatic, they can still pass it. So that is important to know. I guess it is better to know. Yeah. And that's an excellent point. But like that, that statistic being created out of necessity or whatever is what is what you know drives the newfound fear you know what i mean and okay like, well i don't give into fear i think that's you know i, I think it's okay don't. to be sensible and not give into fear like there's a vaccine there's science there's people on this just take the precautions you'll be fine wear the mask don't get too close it's fine yeah i i felt the fear more in march i feel like pretty like settled into my routine now like not that worried i just follow the the basic common sense you know if you're far enough away and you're outside it's fine if you trust the person and where they've been it's fine like i don't i don't give into the fear the the giant lantern festival is held each year on the saturday before christmas eve in the city of san fernando the christmas capital of the philippines i thought it might be our san fernando i think mexico has one too oh uh, yeah yeah i mean saint fernando saint saint Fer- fernando is a huge you know super famous named a lot oh, of cities yeah? after him i don't know <laughs> i don't know my saint mythology what's um, the abbreviation for fernando nando uh, I knew a Nando. Yeah, isn't, I'm isn't sure his full name was Nando Fernando. Calrissian from uh, Lando. Lando, Lando. Calrissian. <laughs> I mean, I don't really think that it's a good idea for you to like try to go there. You know, uh, we have. I apologize to the audience. You know, I will leave that in because I'm an honest man. But like, I apologize to you guys out there. Yeah, it's Lando Calrissian. Uh, <laughs> the festival attracts spectators from all over the country and across the globe. Even barangays, villages, take part in the festival in competition as fierce as everyone tries to pitch in and build the most elaborate lantern. The the pictures of the lanterns are, are uh, uh, spectacular. Will you post them? Because I've not seen them. Yeah, I will. Uh, the lantern, you know, this giant paper lanterns that these people uh, build. Super cool. People won't even notice. Especially in including you idiots. This is irrelevant, Your Honor. And now, so the LAAF you. podcast presents Today in History. Just to be like this, you know, look for trouble if that's what you want to call it. Um, there's no uh, San Fernando. There's a San Ferdinand. Oh, so in, Ferdy is not like Fergie. Ferdy. Not in Philippines, but in Mexico. What? Where are you talking about? 
We were trying to find all the San Fernandos. Well, there's a Dollar Tree nearby, so... Okay. I think that's the San you. Fernando Valley. <laughs> this is why I go to Grace for All anytime I need like geographical information. I I There is Gra- San Fernando, California. You should hit her up on Facebook if you're ever confused about any geography. Uh this day I'm in- an American. I don't know geography. Oh what? Oh. Come on, we're 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 horrible at it. No, they <laughs> Even though I was an excellent student and I got an A plus on my fifty states quiz in seventh grade. In Boston Harbor, a group of Massachusetts colonists disguised as Mohawk Indians board three British tea ships and dumped three hundred and forty two chests of tea into the harbor. That's Fuck today. You, the king. That's the Boston Tea Party. Nobody likes a king. Nobody likes you if you're the king. Everyone hates you, and everyone wants to destroy your empire. That's the deal, That's how I felt with, like, George Bush. I was like, King George, like, er. Oh, yeah, I feel that way often about the presidency, with how, like, importantly and, like, with with uh, this large dose of celebrity that everybody treats that office, like... That's how I feel about it, that it's just like, I would like to abolish it simply because it's far too powerful. It's all one man. I prefer committees. I prefer checks and balances. The presidency's stupid. And the midnight raid popularly known as the Boston Tea Party was in protest of the British Parliament's Tea Act of 1773, a bill designed to save uh, the faltering East India Tea Company by greatly lowering its tea tax and granting it a virtual monopoly on the American tea trade. Yeah, taxes were a big reason why we even founded the United States of America. Rebelling against taxes. Of corporate uh, power and um, and state power is a, like a main tenet of fascism. You know, the mm-hmm. corporations and the state must be Business hand in hand. Business and the king, in other words, it was back Precisely. in the day. Precisely. Yeah. yeah, well, any fascist, you know, that's a kingship, you know, or monarchy is like a fascist dictatorship, you know, and they're fascist, um, you know, uh, it can fit into any ideology. But yeah, uh, well, down, down with the king, you say I. <laughs> I mean, it's a great name. Like when you learn about the Boston Tea Party, you're thinking of like Alice in Wonderland and the Dormouse and shit and the Mad Hatter. I mean, it's a great name. Like when you're <laughs> 10 years old and you're studying American history. It's a tea party. Yeah, they did good, you know, and then it ends up being this rebellious act, which it was, is it's it was very a, good and dramatic. Uh, the, uh, the Educate Yourself History website that I go to on, um, I'm just going to screenshot this real quick. The educational history website that I go to. <laughs> this is so exciting. Uh, um, for these factoids is now trying to sell me the 20 most gorgeous redheads in Hollywood. And it has a butt-ass naked redhead to help them do it. I wonder why you get those on your laptop. Because I don't get those kinds of ads. <laughs> 1998, Clinton orders air attacks on Iraq. So it was a great day in history. Are you through? Yes. I have a bit of news for you. If you like blood and thunder, come with me. Live from the LAAF Podcast Studios, this is Breaking News. Breaking News. There's like a legit vaccine that they took today in the United States of America. Oh. And this be- beautiful nurse, they have a photo of her getting the vaccine. 
but it's the thunder. It's the thunder and lightning part. So you have to say yeah. something scary before that. Defying we'll just, Trump, McConnell it. seeks to squelch bid to overturn election. Oh, oh good. He finally congratulated President Joe Biden. Oh, Mitch was, McConnell. Well, that's a big step. See, yeah. It's only good news, Jimmy. I know. I heard this on the radio uh, yesterday, some odd, or something like that. And uh, he was uh, very gracious. You know, uh, everybody wants the Senate or whatever it was, uh, you know, ended Who up. Who was gracious? McConnell. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, he took him long enough. Yeah, well, you know, I don't know. He was nice once he did it. Uh, this well, I like. because the Electoral College finally... So she became one of the it. most richest uh, ladies on the planet. One of the richest. One of the most richest ladies no. on the planet. What? Most rich or richest. How did I... How did I... How did I... Spe- how did I spe- you wronged it how by I- saying most richest. <laughs> oh, I told you guys, if there's enough $1 subscribers, I'll go and get a speech therapy coach. Okay? I'm sorry. I love being bossy about grammar. That's my thing. I was an English major. You guys don't know how much I actually appreciate that. It's made me a better person being around Grace, even though she's annoying. It's Ma- always so awkward. Like, you can't really correct adults, but, like, sometimes... It's just one of those things. It's really kind of rude to correct a peer with grammar, but at the same time, they're going to say the word wrong. Isn't it the worst when you've only read a word and then you just mispronounce it horribly? I mean, that's natural. Okay, Mackenzie Scott, ex-wife of Jeff Bezos, became a overnight billionaire, one of the richest women in world history. And she's given away $4.2 billion in four months. And that's how you do money, rich people. Okay. Four point two billion dollars. Wait, wait, wait. How did what happened to Jeff Bezos? They got a, a divorce because <gasps> he put his penis in a picture and sent it to other ladies that he wasn't married to. The Amazon guy, right? He runs yeah. Amazon. Yeah. So they got a divorce, and then she gave away that much money. Yeah, I'm sure she after got after she got it tens of I'm billions. I'm sure she perhaps has hundreds. a nice house. Yeah. She or became, I think, the richest woman in human history. Well, good. Overnight, because she's a woman. I'm sorry to just say it, but there are no. I'm fine with it. I like it. She. I mean, this is you know, uh, this is what I like the Gateses because they're doing kind of the right thing with their wealth. You know, I don't know why they're sort of, you know, but I'm glad they're doing it. You know, Clintons do that too. How much can you spend? I mean, you know, I'd have a couple of pretty dope houses, but they're that's about all I can spend. I don't know. No, I have to say, you know, I've been <laughs> thinking about mortality a yeah. little bit more these Ooh. days. Like, well, I had a weird dream and then I woke up and I was like, I should write my will. Okay. Who would I give my car to? Who would get what bank account just in case something happened? And yeah, if you think about having billions of dollars, it's like you will die. So how much are you going to spend in one lifetime and why should it only be yours when you can make other people's lives better right now. Do you know when Charlie and the Chocolate Factory when Charlie finds the golden ticket? No. (laughs) That's funny. The little kid I hang out with likes to Shake it. Oh, I bet the uh, I bet the little kid you hang out with is a big fan of Imagine Dragons. They're like a great band for 
children, four-year-olds, eight-year-olds, nine-year-olds. I love them. <laughs> she knows the song, Shake Your Booty, Shake Your Booty. <laughs> I came up with a Imagine Dragons joke the other day because I have a couple of their tunes rotating in my playlists, and I'm, and I'm not ashamed of it. But I thought, Imagine Dragons is what would happen if... Pink Floyd and NSYNC were people and they had a baby. Uh, I like that, yeah. So it's pop, <laughs> shitty music, plus a th- really good ethereal yeah. music. Yeah, well, like big concept album type, you know, rock. The name is meets good. Meets boy band. Yeah, totally. Because you can imagine being at the concert and then it's like, all of a sudden the LSD kicks in and you're like, sure. imagine dragons. Yeah, and sure. all of a sudden all these people are imagining but, blue and purple dragons like flying across the sky. And, like, it's a little fighting. bit. It's a little bit. I have a, da- a tattoo of a dagger somewhere on me. It's it's a little bit. <laughs> Not know? necessarily. I think it's more like I'm a 23 year old millennial, yeah. you know, with a bunch of bracelets on my wrists. I don't know. I don't think the millennials be listening to this. Oh, okay. Just us old people. Um, I don't know. I don't We're know. We're not who middle does aged, are we? Not yet. Hey, no, there's a. You know, they had a couple radio hits that are beloved by all. I don't. Uh, you know, I don't think. I think this is a, a less lesser known. You know, track, but we used it in a play once, and so that's why I have it. You know, a cool thing to think about with dragons and it's is, a, and it's a good thing to end the note on. It's uh, the note to show the note on to end the show on. It's a good note. Okay, here's a good note. Imagine an air dragon, a fire dragon, a water dragon, and an earth dragon. Now, those what? are all very different what energies. Is this? Well, next on Friday, I'm going to cover the real pagan. Christmas. Yeah. Okay, I'm the in. The roots of Christmas. I mean, I already mentioned it, but... And there was more about the Yule Goat that you didn't really touch on from Iceland. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, we have... Uh, and we're going to talk more about L.A. attractions. What, what do you have on the Yule Goat? I mean, we have time. Do, I mean, do say, say what you have to say about the Yule Goat. Okay, well, there's this prank. So the Yule Goat, it wasn't always like a big thing that they put at the shopping um, districts. Uh, it is a tiny little straw goat that was traditionally made in Iceland and neighbors would play pranks on each other where kind of as a joke, they would place this little decoration in a neighbor's house unannounced. So sneak into the neighbor's house and like put the tiny little straw goat somewhere and so that they would discover it. So it's kind of like, you know, the elf on a shelf, doesn't it like move from place to place and magical things like that? Oh, if only they could bring it in a boat because then you, it's it's like, uh, it's like, hey, if you might have heard of elf on the shelf, but have you ever heard of goat in the boat? (laughs) And then you'd obviously have to dress him in a coat. Okay. Obviously. Everybody knows that. Okay, well, they, they used to actually use this Yule Goat as a disguise for young men who walked between houses singing songs, performing tricks, and demanding gifts. So kind of that sounds kind of like Halloween. Come back, see us on Friday, everybody. Campus, the demon of Christmas. I shaved off a beard I was fond of. I lied to the law. I danced with a blonde beauty parlor owner. What the fuck was that? That was garbage. That was fucking pedestrian. I'm sorry. Forgive me. I'll go now. Hi there, LAAFers. Hmm. You've probably noticed that all of our commercials are fake. That's because we get all of our support from you, the listener. Sign up today and get all the exclusive membership benefits for as little as a dollar a month at patreon.com slash LAAF. 
We'll have to suspend your membership. Well, say, now that's really something. I don't know what to say. It takes my breath away.